Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Tuesday morning. I hope you all had a restful weekend. We are back at it and we want to make sure we are here for you answering your questions. If you've got a financial, an investment, a tax, an insurance, an estate, basically anything to do with money, send us an email. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. So let's get into some questions from Larry. We received this question Work from home tax deduction is the subject. Now that my employer requires us to work from home, what can be deducted in next year's taxes? Partial rent using second bedroom as office, internet fees, cell phone for meetings, electricity. What receipts bills should I be saving now for documentation? I reside in Florida. Thank you. Larry. I've got good news and bad news. Good news is good thinking. Bad news is there's no way that you're getting any deductions for this because first of all, you're an employee and you cannot actually deduct unreimbursed business expenses anymore. So um, maybe that rule changes for next year, but that's something that I wouldn't mess around with. Also, it's a huge audit flag. So if you're self-employed, you should be doing it. But I think as an employee, I wouldn't mess around with it unless we start to find out that you will get some benefit from that. I doubt it though. Okay. Wendy writes, good morning, Jill. My husband and I were able to watch your segment on CBS this morning. Due to the current economic conditions, you advise having enough money on hand to pay for six months of living expenses. My husband thinks that you're advising that we should have money set aside in hard cash. No, your husband's wrong. Savings account is fine. Don't worry, Wendy. I meant when I, I should have said cash or cash equivalents. No, no actual money needs to change hands on that. Here's another question about cash. Um, do I consider CDs as cash? Uh, yes, I do. I do. You can consider a CD cash. However, if you've got a longer term CD, you know, breaking that CD before maturity in the event of an emergency could cost you some money. So just factor that in. New college graduate question here. This is from Lisa. My daughter graduated from college last year. She went to work for a good company in Texas. Between a couple of well-paying internships, a signing bonus, and uh, her salary, she's managed to squirrel away $35,000. How about that? Oh, it's amazing. It's just sitting in her savings account. She puts 10% into her 401k. She's got 15000 in an investment account that was a high school graduation gift. Her only bills are her living expenses of rent, utilities, food, gas, blah, blah, blah. My question on her behalf, to kind of get her started, what's the best financial path for someone in her position? I realize it's unique as a 23-year-old, but she was a saver. She wants to do something better with her money. She doesn't know where to start. So I think what's interesting here is that I'd like to know if she can put even a little bit more money into her 401k. Maybe if she can't, and maybe if the plan isn't that good, maybe she should open up a Roth IRA as an extra savings. She's in a low tax bracket. She'll make more. So what I think I would do is I would open a Roth IRA. I would do it at a cheap place like Vanguard or Fidelity or T. Rowe Price or TD Ameritrade index funds only. That would be great. And kudos to her. Well done. 
Andrea writes, thank you for your easy to follow and awesome podcasts. I'm a physical therapist who graduated nine years ago and my federal student loans are out of control. I've been doing the income driven repayment plan since the beginning. I just figured as long as I paid my monthly payment, I'd be fine and just let things go to the back burner. Due to COVID-19, I have had more time to analyze my loans. I realized this whole time that my payment, I've only been hitting part of the interest. Nothing has gone towards principal. That's the problem with those income-driven payments plans. They're tough. What's your input, guidance, thinking about finding a student loan consultant so I can use this time that my loan is on hold to figure out my next step? Uh, all right. So the question really becomes whether or not you should be on income-driven repayment or whether you've got other alternatives. So here's what I'd like you to do, Andrea. I would like you to either follow up with us or maybe go over to Common Bond, which is uh, student loan refinancing. It's true you will not have the income-based repayment plan, but maybe you can afford an actual payment. Maybe you should go over and look at the calculations of what it would mean for you to go into a, uh, a just a fixed-rate loan. Maybe nine years later, you can actually do this. I think that might be your best bet. Okay. All right. It's Tuesday and you're done. And uh, listen, you got a short week. That's good. It's the unofficial start of summer. Doesn't that seem funny to think about that now? So I know that everybody's just trying to figure out what happens next in this next season of uh, the pandemic. The fallout will continue, obviously, both on the health level and financially. We want you to know that we are here for you financially. You can always send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. And if you want to do something nice for us, go ahead and give us a rating or review on Apple. That would really help. You can always subscribe to us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Maybe that's Apple or Stitcher or radio.com or Google Play, whatever. Just know that we want to expand our universe. So help us get the word out. If you need more help, just let us know. If your friends need more help, let them know about this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Wash your hands, wear your masks, stay six feet apart at least, and don't get back to your normal routine too quickly. Now's the time to be ever vigilant. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.